Hello, and welcome to Drunk on DCOMs, uh, a podcast where we talk about mostly terrible movies that came out on Disney Channel in the late 90s, early 2000s. So yeah. I, I'm feeling like we can skip introducing ourselves. I feel like, you know, at this point, people know who we are if they're listening. Um, no, we should say our names. Uh, my okay. name's Corey, uh, and that's Adam. And yeah. This is the Christmas special. This is our Christmas special. I buried the lead. We could insert like air horn, air horn noises there. I'm sorry. This is actually drunk on decoms. I feel like we've kind of like in the past couple episodes gotten away from it. Yeah. We're like we haven't been drinking as much. This episode, we're really yeah. drinking because yeah. it's the Christmas special. Because it's the Christmas special, and you can't mess around with the Christmas special. No. And also, sorry um, if anyone hears noises in the background, because, uh, you know, I am at home, and they're running the vacuum right now. I have no control over these things. No. So, there we are. It just Happy adds Christmas. to the the atmosphere. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. So, what are you drinking? Uh, four White Claws. Not all at once. I've been finishing them throughout the movie, but I'm like, this is, it's a good time. This is going to be a fun one. Throughout we're the talking, second movie. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about two movies. We watched one yesterday and one right before this. So I drank through one of the movies and kind of drank through yesterday's movie. So I can't wait to hear what the plot is. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I'm drinking some bourbon apple cider uh, with lemon and Sprite. Uh, doing things fancy over here. Mm-hmm. So... First movie we watched yesterday, yes. The Ultimate Christmas Present, yes. came out in 2000. Yes. And Brenda Song gets top billing for some reason, even though she's a supporting character. I just think it's because she's the most well-known to this day. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want me to do the plot for this one? Yeah, I can do the Good Luck Charlie one. Okay, good, because that movie... Yeah, we'll get, we'll get into that later. Uh, so, ultimate Christmas present. You got the main character. You got Brenda Song. They're best friends. Uh, main character is a bad person. And uh, they are walking through the woods or riding their bikes through the woods. They're like 10 years old, something like that. Uh, and mm-hmm. they come across a shack. And they see an old guy throw out uh, a machine. Yes. And they take the machine. And it turns out it's a machine that can control the weather. Uh, And they basically start a giant snowstorm that almost destroys all of California. They're in California. Uh, Yeah, they're in Los Angeles, which is like, yeah, that's a big plot point. That is a big plot point. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they start a giant snowstorm. And then a crazy meteorologist uh, attempts to steal the weather machine so that he can control the weather? Well, first he wants to know where the epicenter of this, like, snowstorm is. Then once he finds out it's a machine, he tries to steal the machine. I think at first he's just trying to figure out where it's coming from, right? Yeah, and he isolates it down to the address. (laughs) That technology in the year 2000 was... We took a big step forward. There was, um, I don't know if you remember this, because you're, you know, you're a little bit younger. Uh, but Y2K was a big deal. No, was I was four. Yeah, you were four. You wouldn't remember the panic. There was no. a lot of panic. No. Yeah. And then nothing happened. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so they, he's the bad guy. The meteorologist is the bad guy. But I'm, I'm going to argue later that Santa is the bad guy. Uh, okay. So Santa basically is trying to track down who stole his weather machine because it's his weather machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on vacation in Los Angeles three days before Christmas. And um, he can see everything, but he can't see who has his weather machine for some reason. And mm-hmm. eventually the meteorologist gets the weather machine and then Santa and the all the kids and two elves who are beyond useless. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Yeah track down the meteorologist to uh, a some kind of 
candy factory. And, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. And they steal it back, pretty much. Yeah, that, uh, honestly, I can almost guarantee that whoever is listening to this has no clue what the plot is from that, because... It doesn't it make sense. sense. No. Yeah. Um, also, I guess we should kind of talk about some of the characters from this, because there were big names in this. Like, we don't have to go into who they really are. Sure. But Spencer Breslin is in this. That's Abigail. Oh, yeah. I totally skipped him. Yeah. Yeah. He's the little brother in this. So he's little. Yeah. He's um, the worst. He's really annoying. He's annoying in other movies. So, like, other big movies that he was in were, like, Cat in the Hat live action. Um, Didn't see it. Santa Claus 2. With Tim Santa Allen. Santa Claus 2, I did see. He's not in Santa Claus 1? No, because um, Bernard... Oh, yeah. Bernard is also in Santa Claus 2, but they introduce a second elf in Santa Claus 2, who is Spencer Breslin. I have no love for the Santa Claus movies. No. Uh, that's a whole other take on Tim Allen that I can get into later. Yeah, I, yeah. Separate you know, myself from him. Okay. But... Real quick aside, how do you feel about Disney kind of recasting kind of not recasting uh buzz lightyear you follow you, you hear about this at all i think it's fine yeah chris evans is clearly better than tim allen yeah i'm really not that upset about it after and i'm not we're not making any stances here i kind of am don't act like a victim in a situation yeah. where you're not a victim period end of story i'm not saying anything else about tim allen I'm for white closet. <laughs> you don't, sure. No one wants to hear this. But yeah. no one wants to hear my take on Tim Allen getting arrested in the 80s. No, no one wants to hear that. But yeah, Spencer Preston, Brenda Song, who plays London Tipton. London Tipton. Oh my God. I'm apologizing yeah. to everyone now for every word I like stumble over. It's fine. But in The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, um, she's also in some other stuff. She has like a slight role in new girl and like you know but she's oh, yeah. a, she a new girl that's winston's original owner no i know that's not winston's original <laughs> owner <laughs> winston's a person I'm a that's that's winston's cat's original owner i'm gonna stop talking i think i'm gonna let adam just talk for the rest of this episode <laughs> so winston's a person uh i mixed up cat ferguson in my head is named ferguson yeah thank you uh, that's amazing. So, yeah, they date on, on New Girl, which is a good show. It holds up. Um, yeah. I so feel I'm, like the elves are people that I should have known. No, I don't think so. I just think they look a lot like other actors who are, like, reoccurring uh, actors in sitcoms. I'm gonna go ahead and, and say you're wrong there, because the guy who plays Sparky, the elves' names are Crumpet and Sparky, the guy who plays Sparky is the voice of Patrick Starr. Oh my god. See, I would have never guessed that. So then yeah. I should know him. But, like, I mean, it's a cartoon voice actor. You don't have to know that person. He's also on How I Met Your Mother. I can't wait to see how long this episode is. We are Whatever literally, yeah, this is two Christmas movies, and we are just breaking down the big characters. Crumpet, I don't, I, nah, I don't either. Um, yeah, Crumpet, I who that guy was was i supposed to know him too uh crumpet is a former basketball player no. uh who I, I guess now is some kind of he's a just like a sports commentator now he's six foot eleven tall guy not an elf not an elf okay so should we talk about santa in this um the part where Santa's like a 34-year-old guy with a spray-painted beard or the part where Santa's a humongous creep because he knows everything about children except who stole his weather machine. Yeah, I think we could talk about all those things. Yeah, the casting of Santa, they went too young. Mm -hmm. They went too young. Mm -hmm. He's not like a grandpa. He's no. like an uncle. Yeah, he's someone's uncle with like that stuff you go and buy when it's crazy hair day at school. Yeah. To spray paint your hair they just used that on his beard to make it white and they were like this and Santa. his eyebrows and his eyebrows yeah they really it was creepy and like i didn't quite notice it until like later in the movie they zoom in really close on his face yep. and you can literally see his like he's like dark hair like he probably yep. is like 
brown or black hair, like underneath of that. And you can see it. And you're like, why'd they yeah, do but this? But that's, the, that's yeah. really the main point of Santa here. Let's talk mm-hmm. about how creepy Santa is. He's so creepy. So yeah, his weather machine gets taken. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's like, we need to find who did this. Let's check all the girls. He said, I think he says girl. Just, oh, yeah, because they look at the, the footprint and they realize it's a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, let's check all the girls on the naughty list. Instead of just being like, oh, I'm Santa. Let me use my magic Santa powers that I use later in this movie. Mm-hmm. To see who is doing what all the time. When he announces that Brenda Song likes to dance in her room to Ricky Martin and pretend they're married. So it just, it doesn't make sense. Santa is just a creep in this. He, he sucks. I, I, it's rare that you see a movie where Santa is just an outright villain. And that is the case in this, in this movie. Uh, he's not classified as such, but to me, clearly a villain. I'm going to take a sip of this drink. So, then you've got Spencer Breslin, who was nominated for some kind of award for this. Right, which is absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Spencer Breslin, who's probably like eight years old, and is playing the main character's younger brother, uh... He's the most annoying younger brother I think we've seen in a Disney Channel original movie yet. Yeah, he. I think one of the biggest critiques I have of his character is he, this little boy has no idea how to act casual. Yeah. Like, You're still when, right. when there's a scene where, like, he's supposed to be in the background, he's, like, smiling with his arms <laughs> held to his side, like, and he's just, like, acting super weird. Which, yeah, he's I mean, super weird. This is a child. So, yeah. like, it's Look, fine. I, my, my rule of child actors is anytime there's a child actor in a film, if I walk out of there not feeling like the child actor took me out of the film, that child mm-hmm. actor has done a good job. And, yes. you know, Disney Channel original movies are real hit or miss for that. Mm-hmm. But, but he was a big miss. Oh, my like, God. You can see Brenda Song is pretty good in this, actually. Honestly, she's the best, like, child actor, actress mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. Like, the girl who plays the main character is a little annoying, and I looked her up, mm-hmm. and she's done, like, some small, su- small stuff. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Um, since then. But Brenda Song is by far, like, the best child actor in this movie. The rest yeah. of them are... Honestly, Brenda Song's better than some of the adults. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the mom is the mom from, you said Lizzie McGuire, right? Lizzie McGuire, yeah. Lizzie McGuire, yeah. Which, you know, Lizzie McGuire was only on for two seasons, I think. That's because Disney had that two season. Yeah, role. we've talked about this. Yeah. Have we talked about this in the show, though? I don't think so. Yeah. You want to say, you want to say this? Yeah. So basically, Disney had a two season role for every show up until like, Phineas and Ferb, I think, was one of yeah. the first they ever let break it. Where after that second season, they never renewed a show because they didn't want the actors to be able to renegotiate their contracts. It's basically what Netflix does now. Yeah, because basically in the Actors Guild, after two mm-hmm. seasons, actors have the right to ne- renegotiate. And if a show's yeah. doing really well, they're going to renegotiate for way more than they were making the first two yep. seasons. Which so is why, yeah. Yeah, and that's why Disney also put actors in Disney Channel original movies. That was a reason that Disney Channel original movies started. Yeah. Um, or got really big, honestly. Because, like, think about, like, Cadet Kelly. And... Oh, yeah. Cadet Kelly was massive. Yeah. It was, give... it was what all the kids were talking about when I was in fourth grade. It was a big... But it was because it, they wanted to give these child actors another chance. But they didn't want to reassign them to their contract. Yeah. Actually pay them, like, a decent salary. To do a third season of Lizzie McGuire or a third season mm-hmm. of Even. Yeah, we've talked about it. Disney Channel original movies seem like they were either tryouts for a lot of people mm-hmm. or um, they were like in between things. Like, you know, if you were, let's say, 
Didn't the Jonas Brothers do a Disney Channel original movie and then get their show? Yeah, the Jonas Brothers did Camp Rock, where really Joe was the main character. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think the Jonas show started after Camp Rock. I, like, the Jonas Brothers were a Disney group, like a boy mm -hmm. before that, but I don't think they wanted to give them a show. They wanted to test run, see how Camp Rock did. Yeah. And then they gave them Jonas. I think Hannah Montana may have run for more than two seasons, but that's like the exception. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I it did. Know. It ran for okay. five. Okay. The exception, and like, I think that was because it was just so popular and so profitable. You could make like yeah. money off. You know what I mean? Where shows like Lizzie McGuire, you can only make money off of the show itself. Plus, they could send Miley Cyrus out on tour. That's exactly it. They figured out yeah. other ways to make money, and then they started letting them go into, you know, full-blown contracts. Also, Miley Cyrus had a family who was in show business. Yeah. Where a lot of kids before her, their families were just people who wanted to have famous kids. Yeah. We're not talking about Christmas at all. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas. Christmas. Um, yeah, so in the ultimate Christmas present, mm -hmm. I, I hate, this is the, this is a problem I think with a lot of the movies we've watched so far where I yeah. hate like 80% of the people. Yes. Like they're just terrible people. Yeah, they don't write good characters. So you, you no. hate characters you're supposed to like. Yeah. They you're write not rooting them. for anyone. Like the main character girl. Her whole plot is that she's, you know, she's lazy. She doesn't want to do her homework. She's mean to her friend. Yeah. And then she's you're really supposed mean to, to her like, friend. Her friend's dad died when she was three. Yeah. And she barely even consoles her when her friend yeah. is. So her friend is Brenda Song. And Brenda Song's like, yeah, my dad died before I could even remember a Christmas with him. But my mom told me. And she's like. I'm so sorry. You never told me. Your best friend just told you that she doesn't yeah. remember a single Christmas with her dad. And that's the best you can do. Yeah. And also at the time, she's like, my dad's out of town today. And I'm sad about it. And her friend's like, yeah, my dad's dead. And she's <laughs> like, and she's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They write these really like, maybe as a kid, they're more likable because you're a lot more selfish as a kid. Yeah. Once you're in your 20s and you watch these characters, you're like, that little girl is very selfish. And maybe, like, because we're, like, in between being kids and parents, mm -hmm. we don't understand how kids function. But I'm like, that little girl needed to be a little bit nicer to her friend who just admitted that her dad is dead and she doesn't remember a Christmas with him. Yeah, like, I'm not asking for fully formed, you know, characters in these movies that are mostly an hour and a half, you know, you only have an hour right. and a half. I'm not asking for, uh, no. you know, citizen Kane level character building. No. I'm just asking for people who aren't terrible. Right. Give me more than like one decent character or movie, please. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And some of them like with good luck, Charlie, it's Christmas. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe having seen the show would have helped. Oh, it would have definitely made more sense of you. Because I watched the show a little bit because of my sister. So it yep. made more sense to me than it probably did to you. Yeah, I was very confused by that film. So, uh, But let's talk about how oh, they managed to make Santa unlikable. Yeah, like, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, they made Santa... I was saying this. They made Santa the villain, basically. Right. Like, it's Santa's fault. Like, if you can go as far as to make Santa unlikable, like Adam said... Yeah. Like, who are you supposed to like if you can't even yeah. like Santa? Who am I rooting for if I can't root for Santa? Uh, like, he has, at the end of the movie, the the family is celebrating outside, and uh, Santa is watching them on, like, a closed-circuit TV system. Yes. How is Santa the good guy if he's basically running, like, a police state from the North Pole? or his summer cabin in Los Angeles. Let's be real too. If Santa was going to have a summer cabin, he mm -hmm. would not pick Los Angeles. No, why would you pick? First of all, where are you putting a cabin yes. in the middle of the woods in Los Angeles? The real estate would be insane. I mean, I guess Santa probably has a lot of money. 
it, look, if you want to get away from people, though, like it's a cabin that's supposed to be in the middle of nowhere. If you want a cabin in the middle of nowhere, you're putting it in like, oh, is that number five? Five. Number five. All right. You're putting it in like Arizona. Right. You Or like, I'm trying to think. Nevada. Yeah, Nevada. Yeah, somewhere nice. <laughs> a little... That came from off screen, yeah. Yeah, came <laughs> from off screen. But yeah, you wouldn't put it in the middle of L.A. No. Why would you put it in L.A.? L.A. sucks. This is a hot take. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let me go to my summer cabin. There's smog everywhere. I'm in the middle. Like, when I imagine what woods, and I've never been to Los Angeles. I've only been to California once in my life. If you're sure. from California, I'm so sorry. I imagine the only woods in California are, like, those little collections of trees in between, like, mm -hmm. highway. Like, he's just living between two highway on-ramps, and he's like, oh, this is so relaxing for me. Well, with the amount of forest fires that they have right now, that might be that might be true. That is sad. Sorry, <laughs> Yeah. So, um, sorry. Santa's weird. The elves are weird. Yeah. Uh, I remember this movie being good as a kid, and it wasn't. As good as I remember. The, the, can we talk about how the meteorologist has basically a mental breakdown? Yeah, he loses it. He straight up loses it. He goes from like not likable, but like normal, like a bad meteorologist, mm -hmm. to psychopath over the course of and he goes from like being on tv and being like it's not snowing outside that would be ridiculous to like 20 minutes later he's dropping snow into a uh tube above a bunsen burner like what's that doing it's it's water it's special frozen water. water yeah special water his, oh. his science is all wiggy yeah, yeah doesn't make any sense to no. he falls into a vat of chocolate melted chocolate and yeah. by the way, uh, how does the machine not get covered in chocolate? That's a good question. <laughs> um, also, this factory, even though it had active machinery running, completely empty. Completely empty. You're there so right. Yeah. No employee in that factory. So they're like chasing this meteorologist who wants to steal the snow machine covered mm -hmm. in chocolate. There's not a single employee there. No, they wouldn't leave a vat of melted chocolate uncovered. If they did, that's a health code violation. That's I'm such a health code violation. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call the health department because that is, yeah, that's ridiculous. I just said I'm calling the police. <laughs> what are the police gonna do? Nine one one. I'd like to report a health code violation. <laughs> I feel like you could probably do that. Honestly, they'd probably redirect you to the right people. I wouldn't recommend doing it, but I'm I'm just gonna not say anything about the police right now. Um, I also, uh, what was I? Gonna, oh man, um, I had a thing. Oh, uh, so when they get the weather machine, mm -hmm. when the two girls get the weather machine, they steal it from Santa's trash. Santa throws it in the trash in frustration. Uh, yeah. They take it back to the main character's room. They turn it on, and it starts to rain in the main character's room. And they're yeah. just like, wow, this is so cool. And that's and then, it. And then the mom walks in, and in classic Disney Channel adult fashion is like, why is your room ruined? And they're like, ah, mom, don't worry about it. And she's like, yes. okay, just clean it up. There's never a single time in my in entire like childhood that if my mom walked yep. in and was like why is your floor all wet wet would she accept the explanation mom just don't worry about it like yeah she they, they break yeah. a lamp too they lightning strikes a lamp yeah and the, like, the mom has no follow-up questions no she just like and then yeah and then the dad's like i heard you ruined your room and the, the girl on the phone is like don't worry about it i guess one of the big plot points is that her dad is stuck in san francisco the main character's dad yeah but who cares it really doesn't matter. The whole plot is just that it snows, so he can't get back. And then she's yeah. like, her dad and, can't get back. And the snowstorm's out of control. And mm -hmm. it's almost the the beginning of the movie, The Day After Tomorrow. But then Brenda Song's dad is dead. so I, Yeah, I don't Brenda know. Song's dad is dead. So I don't have any sympathy for you, main character. So moral of this story is, I don't know. We have no sympathy for any characters in the ultimate Christmas present. 
It's not and a Santa good movie. Sucks. Uh, what are we gonna? Should we rate both of these movies out of the same thing, like Christmas uh, or Christmas trees? Or we should rate the yeah. We should rate them out of. Let's see. Um, what do they both have in common? Rate Christmas them out of how many annoying characters there are. <laughs> annoying. We'll call them annoying Christmas characters. Because yeah, thing- annoying Christmas characters. Because it's the Christmas episode. Um, I would give I I would give this movie I think three okay. annoying characters out of ten. Yeah, I give this a two and a half. I'm gonna go a little That's lower. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, two and a half Christmas characters. For me, it's not the worst movie we've seen. No, not not by far. Some of the yeah. other movies are really bad. Yeah, some of the other movies are really bad. Mm-hmm. But including one we're about to talk about. But yeah, this uh, one was the next one. Yeah, so yeah, I would I would give it three. Um, do you want to get into Good Luck Charlie? It's Christmas, which I think should be titled "It's Christmas, Good Luck Charlie," in the Charlie Brown fashion. Yeah, I think so too because of the name Charlie. Um, I yeah. agree. So yeah, I can get into it. So basically, um, if you haven't seen Good Luck Charlie, I guess I'll give a little bit of background. Which I haven't. Yeah. Good Luck Charlie was a show on Disney probably for about three years, four years, um, in like the late 2010, early, or late 2000s, early 2010, sorry. And it was about a family who had two older kids in high school, a kid in like middle school-ish, and then they had a baby. So like they had these older kids and one baby. And... So it's a mom and a dad, and the dad, there are some jokes that make sense if you haven't watched it. Like, the dad runs an extermination business. Yeah, didn't get that. Yeah, you don't, they don't reference that, but they make jokes about it. So you almost had to understand that part. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, The dad's, yeah, like an exterminator. The mom, it seems like, is a stay-at-home mom, from what I remember from the show. And, yeah, it's just about, like, this relationship between having, like, these older kids. So there's two boys, an older girl, and the littlest one is a girl. And the oldest girl records videos about, like, what's going on. And at the end of them, at the end of every episode, she says, and that's why you don't, or that's why you do blah, 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 blah. Good luck, Charlie. Like, she's trying to give Charlie, like, life advice. Um, And that's the background of the show, is basically just this relationship between this, like, you know, not quite normal family with a little bit of a different dynamic. And um, this movie is about, this movie was made pretty far into the show. I think it was made right before like the last season. Um, So basically they're going to Palm Palm Springs to see the mom's mom. So their grandparents on their mom's side. And they're traveling, and the mom is freaking out. Like, she doesn't want to go. She just wants to be at home. She wants the kids to put the star on the Christmas tree like normal, which you don't put the star on the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. You put the star on the Christmas tree when you put it up the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, you put the star on the Christmas tree when you trim the tree. Right, which is usually, you know, not too long. Thank you. Yeah, whenever you do that. You don't wait, for sure. I'm with you. Right. But the mom's panicking, and the dad is trying to be like, pretty calm about it, even though he knows that his mother-in-law hates him, which is, like, a classic trope that they play on. Um, and yeah. he's just trying to, like, prepare for traveling and stuff. So then they have to go to Palm Springs. The one brother just wants... So the oldest brother's name is PJ. And he just wants to go to Palm Springs. He bought, like, Christmas swim trunks. Uh, the girl, her name's Teddy. She So PJ's probably, like, 18. Teddy's, like, 17. Uh, she doesn't really care either way. It doesn't seem like she has strong opinions, honestly, at the beginning of the movie. Um, the one son's name is Gabe, and all he wants is to play his, like, PS4 game. But they call it, like, GS7 because it's Disney and yep. they don't want to pay copyrights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the little one's Charlie, and she's so little. She's only, like, two or three, so she doesn't care. Um, yeah. Also, just quick aside, she definitely could talk, and they just, like, never let her talk. I think they tried to play her younger than she was. Like, even though she is visibly, like, maybe three or four at that point, they're trying to play her like she's, like, a young toddler. Um, so, 
they have to travel. There's a whole sequence about how hard it is to get on the plane with kids and like they have to Yeah. There's I a home know. alone moment there. Yeah, there is. Where they they almost leave Charlie behind. Right. And they but they grab Charlie and they get on the plane yeah. and the one brother, Gabe, who's obsessed with his like GS seven or whatever, he gets caught going through security. He has it like taped to his chest. Yeah. Because because he wants to take his game and his mom told him he couldn't. But all he had to do, later we find out that the grandpa had one. All you had to do was call your grandpa. Yeah, just talk to your grandpa. For like once. But that's off yeah. the point. <laughs> so they get on the plane, you know, after, you know, a sequence of having struggles like with security and things like that. They get on the plane and throughout the whole beginning sequence, you find out that Teddy, the oldest sister, wants to go on a spring break trip. That she needs to buy a ticket for soon. And the mom is like not having it. She's 17. She doesn't need to be going on a spring break trip. And the dad tells her that's fine. Right before they get on the plane. That's fine. You can go on spring break if you can get your ticket yourself. Well, they do that classic airlines thing. Which they don't actually do on the plane. This was dropped. No, yeah. They do it before. They don't let you board. Yeah. They do it before you get on the plane. Where they say like, hey, if... Um, anyone wants to give up their seat on this flight, we overbooked and we'll give you two free tickets to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they did that. and But except it was only one ticket, which is normally not yeah. what they do. They offer two tickets. No. One seat. Um, yeah. But Teddy offers her seat and gets up and leaves. And the mom has to follow her because Teddy's only 17. So now Teddy and the mom aren't on the flight to Palm Springs. Um, just the, And you, I guess I should establish they're in Denver. So they're going from Denver to Palm Springs. And the mom and the oldest daughter give up their seats. So the dad and the two sons and Charlie, the little one, are all on their way to Palm Springs. And they immediately are like, well, how do we get to Palm Springs? And instead of being like, why don't we just drive? They yeah. say, oh, take a bus. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure you only take a bus if driving is not an option. Yeah, but that driving isn't even on the table for some reason. No, until later, which we'll get to. Yeah. So they take a bus, but the mom is just, like, throwing up like crazy. The dad and the boys and Charlie get to Palm Springs, and they're fine. But the the mom, the mom mother-in-law hates the dad. And, and like, she it's a whole sucks. Thing. She really does suck. So then... Quick, quick aside on the mom, real quick. Yeah, if you on. know you get motion sick or you get car sick, why aren't you preparing for that? Well... There is a plot point later. She might not normally be motion sick. Oh, you're right. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the mom and Teddy are on a bus. The mom's getting motion sick. She's throwing up. And like they, the dad and the sons and Charlie get to pop rings on the flight easy because flights are easy. That's the whole point. And yeah. at a certain point, there's like a get, like a, what's it called? Like a pit stop with yes. the bus. Well, when the mom and Teddy get off the bus, the bus driver gets off, like, as they're trying to get back on. He's like, no one else wants you on this bus now since you're throwing up, which, one, is not how bus tickets work. No. He threw up in the toilet. Yep. Like, it wasn't like he was throwing up on other people. She just got no. motion sick. Um, so her and Teddy, uh, you know, they're, they are now kicked off the bus. Um, yeah. Then I'm going to fast forward because it gets boring. Please do. It's really boring. Yeah, first her and Teddy get a car, but it's it was like a thirty-year-old car from the Soviet Union that somehow uh, somebody had Yugoslavia. But continue Yugoslavia. Then they drive it down the side of a mountain, and they're scared because the seventeen-year-old's driving, and she's like driving down the side of the mountain. The brakes don't work. They're fine. Then once the car dies, which it obviously does, uh, they run into this couple who claims to be abducted by aliens. And offers to drive them to Vegas, which they don't know about the aliens thing until after they've accepted the ride. And then mm -hmm. on that ride is when they find out that Teddy finds out that her mom's pregnant again. So that's what I was yes. talking about with Adam yeah. earlier. That I had already completely forgotten that. Yeah, the mom's pregnant. So that's why she's sick. That's why she's she keeps like ordering like a ton of food at restaurants. And it's because she's pregnant. And they're just trying to get to the <laughs> I don't, this movie, the plot is so ridiculous. They're it's, just trying to get the plot So Teddy and the mom get to Vegas. Basically, all you need to know about the dad and the boys being at Palm Springs is that the grandma is really mean to the dad, 
and the, the grandpa, you find out the grandpa has the video game, but he likes it more than Gabe does, so, like, he doesn't yeah. like Gabe playing the game, and then PJ yeah. gets sunburned really bad. Those, that's like the whole plot in Palm Springs before Teddy and the mom get there. And Teddy and the mom get to Vegas. When they get to Vegas, their stuff gets stolen, so then they can't rent a car in Vegas, which was the whole plot, and then they get There's stuck. There's so much filler in this movie. Then they do this singing thing in Vegas where they sing Christmas songs and it's really bad. The wor- It might be the worst scene outside of the poof point yeah. in any of these things that we've seen. Yeah, they do like, they just like try to upstage each other on like a Vegas street and people give them money and then they get money for a buffet and then they find the girl who stole their luggage and there's a whole side plot with her that I'm not even going into. No, and, skip it. That's not worth it. Um... And then the dad tries to drive to Vegas with the two boys, and they leave Charlie with the grandma. And then the dad and the two boys get sucked into this paintball game that has to do with the video game that Gabe wanted to play. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I really can't explain it. And then feels somehow- like it's a totally different episode of that show. Feels yes. like it's a totally different episode, and they were like, "We need to give the boys something to do." Mm-hmm. So let's just put this episode of the show in the middle of the movie. That's exactly what it felt like. It made no sense. So yeah. then finally at the end, they all end up at this diner. Yes. And it's completely not plausible. Like they didn't no. share with each other that they all ended up at this diner. They just all got there. Well, so the boys get the mom's cell phone location triangulated by the rich guy. But they um, never explain, I don't think, how the grandparents show up. They don't explain how the grandparents show up. Also, it's creepy that that rich guy was able to figure out where the monster is. It is creepy. Was. Yes. It's messed up. And yeah. Why didn't they just text her? If her cell phone yeah. was there, they just, hey, mom. Just text her. Where you at? So that's the whole plot of this movie. That went on for way too long, but the movie went on for way too long, to be completely yeah. honest. And is boring and is bad. Yeah. About them performing on a Vegas street mm-hmm. to get some money. You're in Las Vegas, which has like Lady Gaga is like just like in residence. And Britney. you're watching, yeah, Britney Spears, yeah. Cher, probably. You know, I'm not a big, yeah, I'm not a big Cher fan, but like if I'm in Vegas, I'd go see Cher. Right. She's yeah. There. I'm not going to hang out on the street and watch two amateur performers <laughs> perform some of the worst slapstick comedy I've ever seen. And give them my money that I could put in a slot machine. Yeah. That I, yes, exactly. No one's giving away money in Vegas. No. Except to really casinos. Good. Yeah, except to casinos. Yeah. That's the whole plot. They end up in the same place, and then the mom tells everyone she's pregnant. And I'm pretty sure, like I said, this was the last – or this was – a movie before the last season of the show where the mom's pregnant and then has another baby who's another little boy, um, which is absolutely insane. Five kids is insane. I'm just going to say It's a lot of kids, especially spaced out between, like, your oldest is 18 and your youngest is zero. Too many kids. Yeah, too much going on. Too much to juggle. It's just too much. Could you imagine? You're like, well, this one needs to go to mommy and me, and this one needs to go to college. Absolutely not. No, no. No. Especially especially when, you know, you only have one working parent. He's an exterminator. He's an exterminator, which, you know, might pay well, but does it pay five kids well? I don't know. Five kids from 18 to zero well, like two almost in college well. Yeah. Absolutely not. No, definitely so, not. But that's the whole plot of that movie. Um, I didn't do a good job of that, but again, I'm going to defend myself. You did that. as well as you possibly could. It, it, like that movie is all over the place. Right. It doesn't make sense. It's bad. The jokes aren't <laughs> funny. Bless you. Thank <laughs> uh, The jokes aren't fu- There's a recurring joke where they keep going into like auto body shops and every auto body shop they go into is owned by the person who used to own the previous auto body shop. Yeah, it's not a funny joke. And they well, act like that's a joke. 
Uh, we should also mention it, the last one wasn't even an auto body shop; it was a bike rental. It's a bike shop, yeah. And a woman who is like, I assume you know, normally people announce it about three months pregnant, and she's like forty. A forty-year-old, yeah. three-month pregnant woman rides a bike for ninety miles? Absolutely not. Shouldn't do it. No, that's like, especially like, you know, any pregnancy over about thirty-five is considered high risk. Any high-risk yeah. pregnancy. They tell you not to do any sort of, it, it's called like pelvic pressure. And riding a bike is for sure pelvic pressure. And you definitely shouldn't be doing that for 90 miles. It all seems yeah. very risky. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't be doing that if I'm about to announce that I'm pregnant to my family, but I'm in a high-risk pregnancy situation. And I've got to ride a bike for, I don't know. I just, the whole thing's questionable from a science yeah, it, standpoint. From a, from a scientific standpoint, sure. Yeah, it just... <laughs> Uh, and the grandma is a terrible person. Oh my god, uh, so mean! Like the the dad is like, yeah, my mother in law hates me, and I'm thinking we're gonna get like mother in law is really nice to kids, and then just like makes some like some snide comments, like mm-hmm. you know, is kind of jerky to the dad, but she's just a, a straight up lunatic. She is, but honestly, I will say the grandparents, the way they acted was the mm-hmm. most realistic part of this movie. Yeah. I knew grandparents like that. None of mine. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I knew people who had grandparents like that. I knew people who have like in-laws like that, who are like that mean to them. But also that's a lot to put in a kid's movie. Like, Yeah. The grandma locks the, the dad in a room. Here's why grandma's mean to your dad. It's because she thinks he's an idiot and that your mom yeah. was better than him. Yeah, Nobody's ready to address that. No, it's kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I that, like this movie. No, I did not like this movie at all. Um, the show the, either. I didn't see the show, but yeah, I didn't like the movie, but the... The paintball scene, I think I hated maybe more than anything, except the singing in the in Vegas part. The singing in Vegas part is the worst thing that I've seen in one of these movies in a while. And then the paintball thing is also up there. I feel like we should also bring up Good Luck Charlie characters were like, we have seen quite a few of these people in other DCOMs. Yes, that's true. Now we're talking um, from Bad Hair Day, the cop. She's the mom in Good Luck Charlie. I don't care for her. No, I don't care for her either. Um, Again, I'm not going to go into things that she believes. We're not going to go into it. Check a previous episode where we also say we're not going to get into it. Yeah, please. Uh, Look her up if you're really that interested about it. And um, the other one is last week's episode, Hatching Pete. Hatching Pete is the oldest brother, PJ, in this show. So he was Pete in Hatching Pete, and he's Pete mm-hmm. Good Luck Charlie. Yes. Yeah, but, yeah, this was bad. I think it was just to build up excitement, because I really think that the only thing that they cared about announcing in this movie was that the mom was pregnant. Yeah. Give something exciting going into the, like, last season or the second to last season of the show. You know, I'm looking at um, Bridget Mendler. Yeah, that's right. Which sounds too much like Bette Midler in my head right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm looking at her uh, IMDb, and she's in Lemonade Mouth, which yeah. is another Disney Channel original movie, which you have told me is very good. Uh, yeah, it's actually a pretty good one. Okay, it's so it's awful. probably pretty high up. Yeah. I was gonna let me look. We'll get to that in 2025. Yeah. <laughs> when we finally start getting to the good ones. It's number 18 on this Okay, list. so yeah, we have a long way to go before we get to that. Yeah, so at least three of these characters. I'm pretty sure the brother who played Gabe wasn't in any, and the dad wasn't in any e-coms. But, but yeah. I have nothing against the dad, actually. What'd you say? No, the dad is a good guy. I'm okay with the dad. He has some very long sideburns that distracted me a lot. <laughs> I-, I made sure to... Th- let Adam know while we were watching it and I'll let the audience know if they're not aware that like it is a big joke on the internet for people to say that they want to sleep with the dad from Good Luck Charlie which is because he is like by far the least handsome deep like Disney Channel dad that they ever hired 
Yeah. So like, there's a lot of people on TikTok who have accounts that are just like Bob Duncan or like Bob Duncan's bitch, which is the dad's name. <laughs> and then it's just a picture of him. Um, that's true. So he's, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's, he's mostly a guest actor. He plays cops a lot. He's got that look. He plays in NCIS Los Angeles for two episodes. He played Homeland Security Special Agent Tom Panetti. Wow. Yeah, that's a long yeah. name. Yeah. He but plays yeah. cops a lot. I don't know. I really don't have much more to say about this movie other than, like, it wasn't good. It doesn't... Yeah. There's no reason to watch... Like, unless you were into the shows, there's no reason to watch the movie. Like, you're not going to go watch the Even Stevens movie if you never watched Even Stevens. I think you could. You I don't know could. why you would, but I think the Even Stevens movie works in a way that this one doesn't. Yeah, this one, you had to watch the show because I think it, it makes more sense with the flow. I didn't, like, watch every episode, but I was, like, familiar enough with the yeah. show a lot. That this I sh so, you know, this movie, Good Luck, Charlie, It's Christmas, uh, did actually pretty well. It was the number one live-action cable movie of 2011. Yeah, but I just feel like it's because a lot of kids watched. It was a popular Disney show. You were just like 19 years old. so you I were was like, in college. Yeah, you weren't super aware of what was going on. Yeah, but... I was too busy watching iCarly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, my, like my little sister, you figure what, she was born in 2003, so she was like eight. And yeah, like, that's that feels about right. Yeah, lots of little kids watched Good Luck Charlie. It was a pretty popular show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's a bad movie. Um, what are we going to I didn't enjoy it. Uh, so we're still rating it out of annoying characters, right? Uh, annoying Christmas characters. Annoying Christmas characters. Okay. I'm giving it a one. Um, I'm going to go above you. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 1.5. I'm going to keep going with half ratings. Yeah. That's I, fair. I just feel like, be, and that's probably very, like, you know, bias just because i was more aware of the show so like it mm -hmm. made more sense to me so i can give it a little bit more but it was it, it wasn't yeah. good do you think we'll ever rate one of these above like a five i am positive we will rate one of these above a five i have several that i'm actually looking forward to and also i don't want to worry anyone if they're following along with the vulture list uh do not don't fret um we will be going back oh yeah to... we're going yeah Going back to we, the other me, right? Yeah, we skipped. Um, we skipped the other me, Can of Worms, and Alley Cat Strike because we wanted yeah. to get to Christmas movies over with and not have to watch Christmas movies in February. Alley um, Cat Strike is actually good. Yeah, so we have three movies that we're going to go out of order. So we're going to push these two Christmas movies kind of down the list, and then you know, pop yeah. the other me, Can of Worms. And Alley Cat Strike Up. Um, Adam also had something he wanted to mention. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about Kirk Cameron? Talking I'm talking about it's a Christmas special, baby. We got to talk about yeah. Christmas. We gotta talk about... Wait, you said you're not talking about Kirk Cameron? No, I said we got to talk about Christmas. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about Kirk Cameron. So, yeah. Kirk Cameron, uh, who, as we all remember, was the star of You Lucky Dog, uh, which is a terrible film. Uh, Kirk Cameron is hosting protests in California uh, to protest being required to wear a mask. And he's they're singing Christmas carols. So this is Christmas themed. It's just Kirk Cameron being an idiot. Yeah, we need to like look at this. Also, I think Adam and I keep saying things like, oh, we don't want to say our opinion on this, but I feel like you all understand us at this point. And if you don't... Yeah. I, I also just called Kirk Cameron an idiot, so I, right. think, I think my opinion on that's pretty clear. Okay, here's the thing, though. You shouldn't have... It's sad that that's making a stance that's saying not wearing a mask and singing Christmas carols in a group in a year of a global pandemic is being an idiot, but you are, like, making yourself known. Correct. Yeah. Um, but uh, here at Drunk on Decoms, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I wouldn't recommend going into big groups and singing songs right now without a mask. No. Mm -mm. It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. 
Also, I, I wouldn't recommend supporting Kurt Cameron in any way, shape, or form because yeah. seems like a seems like kind of a bad person. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Don't don't get other people sick right now. Um, be safe this holiday season. Be smart about who you're around and if you're around anybody at all. Yeah. Uh, just don't be Kurt Cameron. Yeah, if you're invited to Kurt Cameron's for Christmas, reevaluate. <laughs> he I just said invite to Adam. I know I'll be declining his invitation. Uh, I'm not going to go hang out with totally sane person Kurt Cameron. I'm thankful I declined Mike Pompeo's invite as well, but uh, <laughs> 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 you know I get a lot of yeah. invites. You know I just usually send you know declines back. Yeah, decline. Just check that decline box on the RSVP, put it back in the mail. Thanks to uh, DeJoy, they'll get that response in seven to ten weeks. I usually write at the bottom, I will be drinking five White Claws and watching <laughs> that original movie that night. Thanks for the yes. And then I send like a $25 Amazon gift card. Can you um, send a $25 Amazon gift? I need to send you more mail. I'm very wealthy. I didn't oh. know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had no idea. That's a joke, friends. Um, no, one, <laughs> no one listens to this podcast and come rob me. I'm not wealthy. I'm very not. <laughs> um, yeah, I just said, you know, Mike Pompeo really likes this $25 Amazon gift card. So make Mike Pompeo fun. is a big fan of Disney Channel original movies, actually. He listens to this podcast. I talk yeah. to him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we should probably stop doing this. <laughs> Like this whole yeah. podcast, or just this episode. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna tell everyone Merry Christmas and yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. These two movies sucked. Don't watch them. Um, hopefully, at some point, I'll be able to say this movie didn't suck. You should watch it. Yep. Be nice. Yeah. Be smart. Have a good holiday season. I yeah. I got nothing else. <laughs> yeah. I I think that sums it up. Yep. All right. Okay. Bye, friends. Bye.